You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome, friends. This is the Yoga Magic Podcast, and I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so glad you're here tuning in today. You know, on this show, we bring lots of self-care and self-discovery tips, and I think today you're going to find so much knowledge and so much information around career and your purpose in life, and of course, that's through astrology. So the perfect guest today to talk about this, finding your purpose, how it might show up in your chart, and how you can really use that information to go out and find it, and that's Natalie Wallstein of Soul Shine Astrology. She's the host of the Cosmic Calling podcast, and she is just so, so helpful in applying our birth chart again to our purpose, to our career. I'm recording this intro as we're just about to enter a Venus retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn is really that energy of going out and doing the things, of accomplishing the goals and the structures. And I feel like it's a good time to reflect on what it feels like to really be in love with what you do, with what your purpose is, and how you can get a little closer to that. Maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're in a more structured job right now. How can you bring a little bit of your purpose into everything that you do? And Natalie breaks that down today. So Natalie is a career astrologer at Soul Shine, Soul Shine Astrology, and she really blends ancient astrological wisdom with down-to-earth guidance. I just, I love that. When we can apply this to our real lives um, to really help creative souls, spiritual seekers discover their cosmic calling and align their life and career with the cosmos. It's amazing. Her book, which I had the absolute joy of reading, is um, going to be out in January, January 11th. And it's called Find Your Cosmic Calling, and it breaks this down even further. So if you love Natalie today, which I know you will, make sure to check out the information in the show notes about how to pre-order her book. I highly recommend. I got this preview copy, and it's so, it's so, so good. And yeah, make sure to check out Natalie's show, The Cosmic Calling Podcast, as well. Friends, I'm so grateful that you're here. Gear, I'm gearing up for, I say we all the time, like there's another person with me, but it's just me. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm gearing up for 2022, looking at lots of fun ideas for guests and content and events. And I just, I would love to hear from you. What are you interested in? What are you enjoying? Who do you want to hear from? So consider just shoot me a DM. I would appreciate it so much. Just what do you want to hear from? I'm here for you. I'm here to, to serve you. And if you're not already on the email list, make sure to hop on there so that you can get information about community events, about future episodes and things like things like that more information on how to get on the email list in the show notes 
And then finally, I didn't mention this when I was talking about Natalie, but we talk a little about 2022 in this episode about what's happening in the cosmos. And there's a lot of good astrology, friends. Like this is the year to really invest in yourself, to invest in your self-care. When Jupiter enters Pisces on December 28th, I just, I feel this, this sense of abundance and this sense of joy, but we have to be in the space to receive it. We really do. And that is when we're taking care of ourselves and we're figuring out who we are. So keep doing the good work. If you're doing the challenge right now, heck yes, we're almost, we're about halfway through. And I hopefully it's just, it's filled your cup up as, as much as it has filled mine. I'm really happy to have you on there. You can still join friends. If you're just catching this now and you want to join in on the self-care challenge for the month of December, hop on in more info in the show notes, pretty much everything's in the show notes. So check those out and you'll just be getting some information on new tips, some upcoming workshops and some freebies. We've got lots of giveaways happening this month. Okay, if you enjoyed this episode today, please, please, please consider sharing it with some friends, maybe just one friend. If you text it to somebody who you think could really help, could really use this information about career and astrology, send it their way, and I would appreciate it so much. It's really helping this show grow when you share with your friends. And then if you want to follow us along on Instagram, it's at Yoga Magic Podcast, or you can follow me at, at AshleySondergaard.yoga. Final thank you to our show sponsor, Interval. Interval is the platform that I love to use for hosting my online classes. I've got all of my yoga classes stored on there in the library, and it's so amazing. So thanks to Interval for being a partner. And finally, thanks for being here, friends. I'm just, I'm super grateful for you. Let's get to this conversation with Natalie Wallstein of Soul Shine Astrology. Welcome, Natalie. Thanks so much for being on Yoga Magic. I'm so excited to chat with you today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. We were just chatting, friends, before we started recording, and Natalie's from Minnesota. She grew up here, so obviously we're connected now. <laughs> yes, and we love astrology. And so we love astrology. Already makes us awesome. Random question before I hear more about your your whole story, but where did you did you train somewhere formally? Um, your astrological training? I actually didn't. I just self taught myself. It was mm-hmm. actually like a really crazy experience because I found out that I had been studying astrology in past lives and it just like all came to me when I looked at a chart for the first time and I was like really scared actually. <laughs> what? Whoa. That's amazing. Yeah. What, did you do like a past life regression and you discovered that or how did you know that you were connected in a past life? I had a near death experience right when I was first learning astrology and it was oh, like wow. opened it up. So it's kind of more like channeling for me, but I am like so Capricorn heavy that I want to make everything really practical. So that's why I focus on career astrology and not like there's so much more you can do with it, which I like to geek out on for myself. But I want everyone to make a difference in the world and the way they were born too, because it feels so good, but also we can change the world so much more. Mm quickly and efficiently and awesomely (laughs) yeah when you know who you are and like what your gifts are oh my gosh yes okay so I want to hear the whole story so you I mean you don't have to go into details if you don't want but (laughs) did you did you know that you were connected to astrology like growing up or was this something that you again you sounded like you sort of stumbled upon it and then how did you decide to make it really your career here 
Yeah, it's so funny because I never thought in a million years that this is what I would be doing when I grew up. But now looking back, I can see all the clues and all the hints. And I think that happens to a lot of people when they find their calling. They're like, oh my gosh, it was always there all along. Like in college, instead of doing my work to get my design degree, I was like researching tarot cards and astrology. <laughs> and for some reason, it didn't like register in my mind that like that was me already coming onto this path. And, you know, even on my design training, I used to be a graphic designer, just helped me learn how to communicate astrology in a way that like modern people can understand and use in this practical way, too. So, yeah, didn't think I would be doing this. I really just like had a moment where everything in my life fell apart and astrology was the only thing that made sense to me. And I used it to help me realize I was meant to help people on a deeper spiritual level, that I was hiding my intuitive gifts, that I was trying to fit in because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. But really, I was a spiritual entrepreneur, not just mm -hmm. a regular one. So yeah, <laughs> that's been the journey that I've gone through. And I help a lot of other people go through that, too, even if they aren't doing something like spiritual in their actual work to allow their spirit to take the lead in whatever they want to do in their work. Mm -hmm. I'm not like a regular entrepreneur. I'm a spiritual entrepreneur. Like I'm a, a cool one. Yeah. <laughs> I literally say that to my kids. I'm not, I'm, I'm a cool mom. They're like, oh, okay, whatever. But oh my gosh, that's so, what a beautiful story. I feel like there's, I mean, so many ways that we can get to our gifts and yours is really, really interesting. And you said you're heavy in Capricorn. What does your chart look like? Yes. I have sun and moon in Pisces in the third house and rising Sagittarius and then five planets in Capricorn. Okay. Oh my. How do you find, you know, with all that Pisces and then all that Capricorn, like how do you find the balance between your head and your heart? Yeah, that's like what I'm here to figure out, I think. And that's why I like to teach about it because I want to constantly be having conversations with people about it and reminding them, which reminds me. Mm -hmm. So it is like definitely a tug and pull like every single day between the Capricorn wanting to get things done. And like the Pisces side of me is like, you know, it's not a good day astrologically. Why are you trying to push yeah. through? You know, so it's like constantly reminding myself because I feel like we're all kind of programmed into the Capricorn paradigm, even if you don't have Capricorn in your chart of like hustling and needing to look good on paper and always working hard and all the, that kind of stuff. So I think we're all like I see this in all my conversations, like we're all kind of learning to detach from the old programming and tap into our divine feminine and allow ourselves to feel how we really want to feel in our everyday life. And I feel like having a career that aligns with your spirit is a really good way to do that because we have to work every day or, you know, we have to work to get by in this society right now anyway. So you might as well use it to grow spiritually. That's true. Yeah. Like use your work to your purpose, like you, you say in your book, like your purpose to really grow. And I have a cancer sun Capricorn moon. So I feel, I feel what you're saying. on like a very yes, real level. So deeply, I'm sure <laughs> it's like, but I'm grateful for it. And it's, it sounds like you are too, right? This lesson of, of finding the balance because we are spiritual beings in the human body and we still have to do the things, you know? Yeah. My practical side can achieve anything in the world. So I better make sure it's the right thing or I'm going to make myself work so hard on something that doesn't mm. matter. Yeah, totally. So tell us a little bit more about the book and what your motivation was to put it on paper. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. It really went back to the near-death experience I had where the thoughts going through my head at that time were, I'm only 26. Like I have so much more I wanted to give to the world. I didn't want to go with my magic still inside me. I had a really bad illness and it was like, took me to the edge of life. And, um, but it was like so good. Now looking back, I'm really grateful for it. But during that time, it was very intense. And so I started my astrology practice in a really intense mindset where I wanted other people not to die with their magic still in them too. Cause I had just gotten like all these amazing insights from my astrology chart. And then it was like, okay, bye. <laughs> but that wasn't really the case. It was like a rebirth for me. I had Saturn on my rising sign for those who oh, know. Yeah what that could mean <laughs> so yeah that's what i want to do for other people is just kind of like give them the path through the confusion and the distractions and other people's opinions and just remind yourself of your core values and how you're wired and not trying to work against the cosmic order but working with it mm -hmm. working with it yeah what you know i've had the the opportunity to see the book to read it and and I understand astrology, but for someone that is relatively new to, to the cosmos, to this understanding of where our path is, like, what do you look to in a birth chart, in astrology to help determine our path? If someone was brand new, like, where would you guide them? I would start with your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, and then your career line. I really look at this as like the crosshair or like the compass rose of your calling in a way so this is like the overarching purpose that you have your soul essence your mission and then the rest of the planets and points on your chart will help explain how to do that in a way that works best for you so even just like your sun sign and which house it's in is like so pivotal mm -hmm. and that's really meant to be the core of your work here how you like express yourself and take action and show up and shine your light right so even just if you have that out of balance you're gonna feel really misaligned that was what happened to me too like my emotional side the fact that i dreamt about everything before it happened i had like this very strong intuitive side and i just like was like oh it doesn't everyone do that and i just hide it away and then like just your sun sign is so important but then you can just go on forever down the rabbit hole of all the different symbols and each one is gonna contribute another piece to the puzzle because to me ideally pursuing your calling means bringing each of the different aspects of yourself home and expressing them like a symphony that comes just from you that only you can sing and share. So that's why I really look at every point on the whole chart. But those four points, the sun, moon, rising sign, and career line, or MC, as a lot of people refer to it at the top of your chart, that's like really the, the formula that I like to begin with. Yeah. I'm curious, when you think about rising sign, I like, I totally get sun and moon, definitely get MC. How do you work with the rising sign and purpose? Oh my goodness. That's one of the most helpful ones actually, because to me, your rising sign is your role and what you're physically meant to do for a living. So these would be like the actions you'd actually be taking during your day. So if you're like Aries rising, you're a motivator. So, you know, your sun and moon might be different things, and that's like your essence and your character, but what you're physically doing is your rising sign. It's kind of like the uniform you wear to do your job. 
Mm, I love that. I love that, that description, the uniform you, and I've talked about that before, but you describe it really well as it relates to career. That's beautiful. Sometimes like, I can't always like, I love the idea of the rising signs, but I can't always like grasp it. It's, I don't know why it's just, I'm an Aries rising. You just described me for sure. And like, when I understood like what the natural chart is, as it relates to the houses, I think I use whole sign houses, but like, it just blew my mind. I love when these things, we learn more and more. You can never learn enough in astrology. It's insane. (laughs) Yeah. It's super fun too. It isn't like, you know, begrudging your past and being like, what's wrong with me. It's like really fun to validate who you are and give yourself permission to just fully be that. It just gives you so much confidence that I didn't know was even possible to have. Confidence. Yep. Confidence in who you are and just, yeah, truly able to embody that. That's, that's totally true. All right, friends, I know there are a lot of yoga teachers and spiritual entrepreneurs, fitness instructors that listen to the show, and I need to tell you about a major business life hack that I have come across. It's called Interval. Interval is an online platform that lets you build your fitness or coaching business and community all in one place. It has this cool new feature that allows you to easily host a challenge on the platform so that you can get new clients involved, you know, especially as we're approaching the new year. And you can use this feature for workshops and courses too. On Interval, you can record your classes directly to the platform. You can build an app for your clients. You can run live and pre-recorded classes, and you can just simply grow your membership. It's perfect for anyone that's just starting out in the online fitness space or if you have an established brand already. I've really enjoyed keeping all of my yoga classes stored on there to access for new self-care clients, and I'm also planning a whole bunch of Yoga Magic community events on Interval because it's just so easy. If you want to learn more about Interval and see if it's a fit, check out the referral link in my show notes to sign up for a demo or visit interval.com. That's interval, I-N-T-E-R-V-A-L.com. You know, I'm thinking about a lot of people right now that are making changes in their career because they were able to take some time away and reflect um, in the last several years with COVID. But a lot of us are still kind of on these paths and we might not necessarily be on the right one. How do, how do we know? And like, what would you suggest for course correction? Deep down, you know, if you're in alignment or not, it's just that I think we forgot what it feels like. So alignment feels like excitement, joy, expansion, vitality. You wake up excited. You look forward to your work. You think about it and like how you can have fun with it and how you can innovate with it. That's you standing in alignment with your calling. If you're not feeling that way, don't beat up on yourself because really there are certain times in our life when we're meant to be more aligned with our calling and more confused about it. That's kind of just part of the process. It's like not every flower is gonna bloom at the same time. And that's where we get so caught up in comparison and just like things that are bad for us and stifle our creativity. So first of all, just know like you're probably not gonna feel in alignment 100% all the time like you can it's possible like go for it Uh, but just don't feel bad if you don't if you aren't in alignment you're gonna feel tired you're gonna feel zapped of energy you're gonna not look forward to what you're doing you're gonna kind of like tune out of life so i really just like to remind people it is possible for you to love what you do for a living um, but like 
every day that you can move closer towards that is a win, even if it isn't like the full vision. Mm-hmm. And yet you make such a good point that like some days are, some days are hard. Even if you love your work, there's just some days that are just hard. And that's like part of the path. Um, and, and vice versa, right. You might not be in the exact career that you want at the moment, but there are these like glimmers of joy that you have in what you're doing. And I love that. Like, it's kind of every day, a step towards your purpose. That's the goal. Yeah. I don't believe in like deferring your joy. Like, oh, I'll be happy when I have the career I want or the house I want or the partner or whatever, because you can find that right now. It's really a choice, but yeah, your astrology chart definitely helps because there's a lot of like noise as we all know. I mean, there's even like waves moving through the air just so we have Wi-Fi. So like we can't even see everything that's pulling our attention in different places. And that's where astrology is so helpful because it lays it out for you like a map. You can't argue with it. It's like laying out the feelings you're already feeling, but putting them into more of like a logical order that you can really work with and harness and use and make plans around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Harness, harness it. Yes. And I think just like understanding where we are in that positive expression of our chart, like what, you know, what we're hoping to embody versus potentially avoid in parts of our chart. Like it's just helpful to know the spectrum and yeah, we're just human, right? We're just really powerful humans. (laughs) So powerful. It freaks us out for sure. totally does it totally does I like there's been so many times in life where I'm like did I just do that that's amazing (laughs) oh I love I love this it's my can't my witchy cancer just like trying to create create magic out there (laughs) yes um okay so I love to ask fellow astrologers what astrological events things coming up you're you're thinking about you're paying attention to um whether that just in a cautious way or in a super excited way and hopefully you know this will be like right on the cusp of the new year so there's plenty i do think there's plenty of good astrology in 2022 what are you looking at i am so looking forward to jupiter and pisces of course as a double pisces it's finally my time to be accepted in society for my weird spiritual craziness i don't know (laughs) it's gonna be awesome so that starts december 28th and i think it'll be great for helping all of us learn to listen to our soul more and it will be like in your face you can't really hide from it like when we had jupiter and scorpio there's all like the sex scandals coming out into the open and with jupiter the planet of joy and abundance and expansion on this like watery emotional sign of pisces we can't ignore like our soul's true purpose and like what we feel is actually really meaningful for us to be spending our time on each day so i think that's going to be amazing not just for me but for all of us to just like tap back into like what are we even doing here how can we focus on prioritizing more of what matters Mm. so that's definitely a big one for me I'm excited about that too I'm a Jupiter and Pisces 12th house so I'm like let's Uh, go let's go baby oh yes oh yes (laughs) what do you think you know, when we think about 2022 and, and, and I don't know if you're like me, but I don't look too far out because it just gets to be like too overwhelming. Um, but are there any things that you think we might feel definitely the Jupiter and Pisces that we might feel a collective shift or like some changes? I think about, I guess, like Saturn square Uranus, that third hit, like, what does that, what does that mean to you? Do you, are you paying attention to that or anything else that you're seeing? 
Yeah, I definitely learned not to look too far ahead as well because I accidentally saw the whole 2020 thing and I was like, oh boy, go back, go back, go back. Uh, because I feel like our power is in the moment, mm. but definitely I feel like Saturn and Aquarius and like those final degrees, uh, you know, as it continues to finish out that chapter is going to be really a lot of pressure for us to create the change we want to see in the world and not just like complain about it. It's really easy and sometimes fun to complain about everything that's going wrong. And it's not hard to find things, but the idea is like taking personal responsibility for the change that you can help make in the world because we need conscious people like you listening, obviously that's who you are, to do what you are really born to do to make that impact. And it's gonna feel kind of weird because you're on the cutting edge. That's a lot of what Aquarius is. You're spearheading a movement. So you're gonna feel kind of weird Mm-hmm. about this next level thing that you're stepping into or for me it, sometimes it comes in meditation when I get this idea of like you need to transcend what you're doing and do something else that's going to be more helpful for people in the future so I think that's definitely like gonna light some fire under us to actually make the changes so in a way like even though Saturn is painted as this bad guy it's going to be really helpful because we're going to get things done mm-hmm. yeah it's growth, right? It's just evolving. Okay, good. I'm feel I am feeling positive about what's coming. I always feel pretty positive, but it's nice to like really talk it out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it, there's always ebbs and flows. So right. you know, we have like Neptune moving into Aries, like in the next, you know, this next decade is looking kind of crazy. But there's always times like that. If you look back, there's always going to be like something crazy happening. Yeah. So I think it's good to remember that we have power inside of us to write our own reality, but we only have it like right now, right here. So mm-hmm. of course I love forecasting. It's really fun. And I do offer that for people, but I always like to remind people like, what can you do right now? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Speaking of right now, what do you do? It sounds like you do meditation. What do you do to take care of yourself? What are your practices? Definitely yoga and meditation are huge because it's like embodying the energy shift that you want to have. And journaling is huge for me. That's how I notice the internal voice that's going on. That's like, you should work harder. And I'm like, wait, no, it's a void moon. And, you know, there's not a lot of energy in the sky. Like, I'm an astrologer. I should know this. (laughs) So, yeah, journaling is probably number one. But yoga and meditation are big, too. Have you felt the, the eclipse energy, like wanting to sleep? And, like, what does that feel like for you? Oh. Yes, but I'm like also feel really motivated to make changes because mm. I have Mercury on my north node. So I'm like obsessed mm-hmm. with moving forward into the future in a better way. And so like I get it, I have like feel this anticipation for changes that I want to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's and it's almost like you have to like slow your roll a little bit. I feel like I'm saying like I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much on the other side. And yet it's now now's the time to maybe like receive (laughs) yes that's so true yeah prepare for the energetic shift that's coming yeah because you it's like it's so exciting you don't know what's gonna happen but it's not here yet so (laughs) right right oh we I love this Natalie it's so fun to talk to you and I think you know maybe it's the Minnesotan connection but like I like how you talk about astrology and I could definitely hear that in your book. Can you tell listeners a little bit more about your book and your podcast and working with you and just all the good things? 
Yes, thank you so much. So I have a podcast called The Cosmic Calling, and that's kind of where this started. And now I have a book called Find Your Cosmic Calling coming out in January of 2022. And this book is basically all the research I've done on hundreds and hundreds of clients around the world using astrology to help them find their calling and turn it into their career. And I've just put it all into this bite-sized book where you can learn your own astrology chart through the lens of career and bring together all like the different parts of your chart in terms of like what you could do for work that would really light you up and make you feel really excited. So that's what I'm really excited to share. It's like rainbow watercolor, gold sparkly awesomeness. <laughs> and I can't wait for everyone to finally get it. It feels like it's taking forever, but I know it's like coming out at the right time because I just heard that like so many people have left the workforce. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling it's coming out right when it needs to come. Mm, yeah, totally. Did you plan the launch based on any like specific astrological transits? Did I didn't <laughs> actually. It just kind of all worked out. It's coming out on well, right now, January eleventh, twenty twenty two. Okay. So one 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 two two. Oh, that works out. I did well. not plan that. I'm okay. just like, okay, good job, guys. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> awesome. And then, where can listeners find you? Yeah, so you can find me at soulshineastrology.com. That's where you can find the link to my podcast and the book. If you pre-order my book before it comes out, you get a bundle of goodies. That's It'll be on the website, but even if you get it after, it's awesome too. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram at soulshineastrology. I feel like this would be a good, this would be coming out like right before the holidays, so like a good treat yourself, everybody. Yes. Good gift. Amazing. Thank you, Natalie. This was so much fun. I really appreciate your time. So fun. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks to Natalie for sharing her insight on finding your purpose using astrology. And thank you to our show sponsor, Interval. I'm so appreciative of all you listeners showing up each week. Make sure you're following me along on Instagram at ashleysondergaard.yoga or at yoga magic podcast. We'll see you next week.